It's about creating conversations, and then we can share them. Arrow.net, A-R-R-O-E.net. All right, let's do it. Let's play it forward. These are real people, real stories, the struggle to play it forward. Episode number 505 is with Marine Major Tom Schumann and Zach, creators of the book, Always Faithful. Hey, good morning. We're doing all right. Thanks. First of all, I want to thank you. I want to thank both of you for for your time to serve the nation and as well as the world. I mean, I mean, you guys are dedicated to what you're doing. And 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 from this book, we're going to see how deep your dedication and loyalty has gone. It's our pleasure. The book is called Always Faithful. For the two of you, very rarely does the average person get to see this side of the storyline. What was it like for you guys to collaborate to bring it together? Yeah, I, I think that's important that the, the dual narrative uh, structure of the memoir, it, it's important to get both voices. Uh, and it's it's really it's not just a, a book about a war or a book about evacuations. It's a book about family and, and, and friendship and service. And so uh, it was always imperative to have Zach's voice as part of this story rather than a guy who spent 17 months in Afghanistan trying to tell you what, what that country's like. It's You've got someone who was born there, who was raised there, who was invested in, in this country, and you get a unique insight into the, the beauty of the culture and the people. And uh, so I, I think we... I think that structure was really important to the overall storytelling. Zach, we don't know how the relationship began, but you, you, what, where did you find the trust inside your soul that, I mean, cause sometimes Americans we're we're crazy people. Yeah, but, uh, they have good people too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, we work together. We fought together for, uh, our same, uh, same, uh, purpose, you know, uh, the purpose is uh, for the peace of both country, not the both country only, uh, just for the whole world. And and that's uh, that was very very uh, excited for me to work with them, and I was eager to go serve my country, help my partners, use forces, and uh, go just serve. So for my people and bright future of Afghanistan, and and for the people of Afghanistan and our partners, U.S. and the national U.S. Major, it's a, it's a sad story that most of us only know the story of Afghanistan through the news media. For you to release a book like this, where you, you're you're going to kind of set some views straight, How, did you have to go through? I've talked with so many U.S. soldiers, men and women, where they have to go through the editing process through the government. Did you have to do that as well? Yeah, there's there's some official protocols, but you know, I I'm, I understand what my left and right limits are, and and um, this is not just me trying to say uh, this is what it's like or it, it's really again it's an opportunity to share about uh family and, and friendship and i think that's a story that you know, everybody can kind of get behind we've got uh, an audience this morning we've got a, a, a u.s marine a soldier who has served the u.s army and we've also got civilians as well who are going to have questions for you the first one is up right now hello um how are you both doing today and thank you for your service as well Um, I was wondering, um, hearing your story, I, I don't know that much about it, but um, just hearing the commentary here in the beginning, um, what was it like when you two both met each other for the first time on, on both sides? Um, one, um, 
than the other if um, you could tell me what was your perspective in meeting each other sure I, I i had a prior to zach i had a few interpreters and most of them were quitting because of how dangerous it was um some of them did not speak english uh some of them did not know the local dialect the pashto and so you know the initial impression is i was just happy that that zach uh was proficient and competent in his profession and and, and so there was an immediate value added and recognition of that and that was kind of transactional uh very quickly, it became evident that Zach was much more than just a person who can interpret a language or, or a culture, but he, he was really a, a fighter and warrior. And, and when he started to take on responsibilities above and beyond what was required of him, he, he moved from just a guy who translates for us to kind of becoming one of my Marines, one somebody in my platoon as well. So, Zach, do you feel like that you that this was a destiny for you, that, that you were called to it? Because something inside your heart had to feel right. And that, you know, I mean, because, I mean, did, did you come from a special training that was going to say, look, you've got to work with these soldiers because it's about community when it really comes down to it? Uh, uh, not, not really a special training for me, but I was just a uh, uh, language, just translated part of the, part of the U.S. forces. And when I get there, uh, I joined uh, my team, 3-5, and it was really dangerous. Before me, some of the interpreters, they just quit it. They didn't go out uh, to the patrol, go to the uh, uh, field, and go to the war. And I was uh, there at the purse, and then I think, uh, uh, who going to do it? Because they are come here for our, our country. And uh, and to help us out and keep uh, the the tourists away, you know, and work for our country for the future of Afghanistan. And uh, why I do, they are going? They used Marine. They were young, young, young youngest uh, guys, uh, about eighteen and nineteen year old, same age as, uh, as me, and. Then I decided I'm gonna I gotta serve I gotta serve for my country with my American partners, and that's what I like it. And I did sacrification for both uh, our country. Major, you you've become a voice for so many, and it's and from what I understand, in sitting down with so many men and women, is the fact that uh, that it takes the author in you as well as the voice in you to become their voice as well, because a lot of soldiers do not know how to talk or don't want to talk. You you are now that person with this book. Yeah, well, I, to me, I, I hope I'm able to tell the story of the junior marine, the junior soldier who is 18 or 19 years old and, and answers the call to duty and answers the call to service and, and, and does what our nation asks them to do. And, and so, you know, this, many people got the impression uh, of the fallout of Kabul and, and, and saw that catastrophe. But what maybe not everybody saw is that there was a, there were, there were young men and women that were holding the line from uh, 2-1 and 1-8, these, these Marine battalions who, Despite that sea of chaos, there were, there were young men and women there who were courageous and faithful all the way to the end. And, and so if I have an opportunity to kind of amplify that junior Marine or soldier, uh, it's my privilege to do so. What was it like to, to when you saw things starting to crack down, the way the news media was 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 there, but but they were, they were you know, it's, to me, it's, it's like a, a thunderstorm. They're always going to go to the worst part of the story and not show you the good stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's human nature to... to 
kind of gawk or look at at that kind of stuff or stare at that. You know, when you, you see an accident, sometimes it's hard to turn away. But uh, it, it, again, this, this that's part of why we felt compelled to tell this story is that there's a lot of incredibly brave young men and women whose story is not told or, or hasn't been observed. And and uh, I, I think it's it's a story worth knowing. And and if we get to say their names or if we get to highlight their valor or courage, uh, that, that's what we wanted to do. CBS started a brand new show that that was about a U.S. soldier coming back from Afghanistan with his interpreter, and and they they turned that into comedy. You're, you're giving us the more authentic, but don't you think that more of these stories are going to grow because there is a brotherhood, there is a connection between the two of you? Of course, I mean uh, it, it's it's any relationship born in combat is is special and unique. Uh, when you when you when you become brothers under fire, it's it's you, you become bonded in a way that is unique, and so I I think you'll find that it it, it forges this lifelong uh, relationship and and can and kind of kindred spirits that that you you may hear more about. Zach, did you did you did you feel like it, because I mean if somebody were to approach me and say I need your help uh, to to be able to make you know, create a connection with the people with this community, Zach, what, what, was there something that that you kind of made, did you ever stand back and go I don't know I don't know or was this something you go we have to do this 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 is something that must be done. Yeah, the uh, something is uh, right. Uh, I I must uh, do it. And uh, this is our responsibility, you know. It doesn't doesn't belongs to religion or nation. That's uh, human humanity, you know. Uh, we gotta work together, and uh, uh, we help each other. Uh, we we are making brothership, friendship, and uh, that's is all we done. Uh, whatever needs to be done. Hey, good morning. Um, this question is for the major. Are you still active? I am. I'm uh, in the infantry battalion, third um, battalion, fifth Marines. I'm still active. Okay, outstanding. Um, listen, uh, my name is uh, Orlando Williams de la Rosa. I am uh, a former sergeant, United States Marine Corps, Semper Fi. Ra, Semper Fi, Ra. ra. <laughs> um, I was deployed with uh, 13th Mule in 2001 after the uh, September 11th attacks. Um, now, this is interesting. You, you're talking, uh, you're writing this book about um, uh, the Marines' experiences over there uh, in the war. Um, I kind of wanted to do something different, uh, being that I'm a veteran um, uh, who's going through the system, uh, the VA healthcare system. Uh, you haven't reached that, that point in your life yet, there, Major, but um, I wanted to tell the, the, the view from the point, the point of view of the veteran who's returned from war and, and, and going through the PTSD and things like that. Uh, how did you get started with your, your, uh, your active duty and your writing a book? Yeah, I, you know, there, there are certain uh, constraints while being active duty and, and writing, but right. uh, knowing my left and right lateral limits was important and, and I stayed tactful and respectful and, and you know, in terms of what the strategy is, you know, I, I was a lieutenant. I, the strategy wasn't on me. I, I, I went and I fought where I was told to go. And, and so, you know, we talk, we keep it at the tactical level and, and our experience there at the tactical level. Okay. So, yeah, you can't <laughs> tell too many of the secrets or anything like that. Um, so the, the Marine Corps supports you? As the Marine Corps has been... Endeavor? 
I mean, I'm telling it's it's our motto, Semper Fi. That's uh, that's right. what the book is, is all about. It's about being no, no better friend, no worse enemy. It's about it's about being always faithful. And so uh, I'll 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 continue to, to hopefully make Semper Fi more than just a motto, but actually how we live. And uh, and I think the Marine Corps can support a, a story like that. Outstanding. It's good to go. You know, my ex- my second question is for Zach. Um, it's one of the things that on the outside I'm I'm paying attention to uh, what's going on <clears throat> with all the people who help us there, all the translators like yourself there, Zach. Um, were you given U.S. citizenship? Because that's one of the concerns that I'm like, you know, if we're helping out our, our troops and I think, you know, they should give, be given citizenship. Um, uh, I applied in 2016 for the special immigration visa. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Uh, because uh, of my lack of documentation, uh, uh, it is rejected in 2021, oh, wow. uh, March. And we appealed again, but uh, I didn't have uh, the response. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, uh, like right now, the situation is uh, very terrible in our country, and uh, we are accused uh, to uh, work with side by side with our uh, American partners and we cannot say uh, we don't stay there because uh, our, our life was in, in very danger and risk mm-hmm. uh, of my family and Absolutely. Uh, that's why we do withdraw and come to the United States to, uh, to keep our lives safe. And I hope uh, in the future, if the U.S. government give us uh, citizenship or uh, keep us here for uh, some time. Well, Zach, you know what? You're hanging out with the Marines. Hey, I'm sure some of that uh, is rubbing off on you. Don't give up. All right? Keep going. All right. All right. Thank you. Thanks Major, when, when, when you do a book like this, uh, there's there's got to be speaking engagements that you the two of you are going to be going to. Are you setting up a tour? Because, I mean, there's there's listeners that, that are hearing this on iHeartRadio, and they're going to go, I want to I go and hear them speak. Yeah, we, we've done a, a couple engagements. Um, I'm, I'm pretty excited to be able to go back to Chicago, where, where I, uh, you know, I'm from, and, and actually where I was commissioned. The, the library where we were commissioned, we're going to have an opportunity to discuss the book there and, and sign a few books. And uh, we've got a great publisher, and, and I'm sure they're going to take care of, uh, you know, facilitating that tour and, and, and have some opportunities for us to meet with the public and, and to continue this conversation. Now, Zach, one of the things that, that Orlando did bring up was the PTSD. We always hear of the, of the soldiers having PTSD. What about you as an interpreter? Uh, uh, as an interpreter, uh, as I said before, uh, we did uh, our responsibility. Mm-hmm. Our, our, whatever belongs to me, I did more than that. And if in the future uh, I need it, uh, I'm ready to do it again and for, for both countries. And uh, that's how I, I did, and uh, I'm ready in the future too. 
Major, do you see this also as being a, a book of teaching in the way that God forbid anything ever happened on our own soil, that we've got to be able to work with people in order to, you know, this, this could be that manual. I say, you know, Major talked about it in this. This is what needed to happen. We needed to bring people together, and this is how they did it. I mean, I hope there's some lessons to, to be learned and, and take taken from from the book. And and you know, anytime any of these conflicts in our future, we're going to have to leverage our our allies and our partnerships. And and so we've got to keep our promises to them. And and if we if we make a deal with them or or if we if we commit something to them, we, we've got to deliver on our end. And 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 hopefully, this highlights that. At least some some of us are committed to, to seeing those promises through, no matter what. Because yes, we'll 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 continue to need our allies in the future. So, how did you train for this? Do 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 they put the Marines through the special training on how to build the community, or is it something that was planted in you because maybe you you picked it up in church, you picked it up in the, your own community? How did you know that in order for you to do your job, you had to make this connection? Sure, I I my whole life. Whether it's my mom and or within my church, it's it's always been people stepping up and and, and everybody finding a way to contribute and to be useful, and that everything is done better in, in partnership and everything is done better in, in, as a team. And so, you know, the the individual can only get so far, and and, and when you have two or three, you're, you're much stronger. And so, uh, I was the Marine Corps had great training, you know, and I, I was trained very well, and we understood counterinsurgency tactics, and we understood the the how important it was to understand the culture and to, to leverage our interpreters. Um, so the training was good, but, you know, life, I think, taught me a lot of those lessons as well. One of the things that I've learned in talking with a, a lot of the men and women who have served our nation, who have gone on to write novels, the, the first book is the one where you basically cleanse your soul. The, are, do you have novels on the way where you can talk about events that, based upon this, this, this story takes place? or what? Because what, you can't stop at just this book, dude. Your, your writing is too well. Yeah, well, we had a, a again. We had a. It, it takes a village, and it was a great effort to to tell this story. And um, I, you know, I, I went to Georgetown and I studied literature, and then I got to teach at the Naval Academy. I got to wow. teach writing and literature, and so writing is something that I'll continue to do because it's how I make meaning. It's how I understand how I'm feeling, and so uh, writing to me at times is like as important as breathing, and so. Uh, I'll continue to write. Excellent. Excellent. The two of you have got to come back to this show anytime in the future. The door is always going to be open for you. Thank you, sir. Excellent. Well, you be brilliant today, the two of you, okay? And thank you once again for serving our nation as well as the world. Thank you, sir. Thanks, sir.